Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's uh, thunder and lightning out there because, well, it's spring. It's a great day to stand up and be counted. Because apparently the House Republicans chose not to yesterday. By the way, didn't see much of it um, anywhere on the news. In fact, it couldn't find it in the Oregonian. But it is on the Oregon Catalyst. House passes House Bill 2002. Removes parental rights and right to know. Now, this is the House Republican office. Well, why don't you, or why didn't you, why didn't you just walk out? Last night at Political Coffee Clatch, by the way, thanks to Chrissy Hudson and Cassidy Trout, uh, the two uh, candidates for the Salem-Kaiser School Board for showing up. And thanks to all of you who showed up also to, uh, to listen to them, ask questions, talk with them, pick up yard signs, give them money. Thank you to all of you. You guys were great last night. It was a, it was a great event. We'll meet in two more weeks, but thank you again to Cassidy Trout and Chrissy Hudson. We got to get them elected, folks. Got to get them elected. Not a word. You see, I said this last night. Now, I texted it to Lars this morning. Now, he's a smart guy, and he's very aware of it. If House Republicans had walked out yesterday for, say, five days, could have held a news conference. They not only could have held a news conference, but they could have smartly, if they are that smart, or courageous, maybe is another way of um, characterizing it. Their leader, Vicki Bree Iverson, could have stood forward in front of the TV cameras because they would have alerted them ahead of time. And all of the Republicans, except maybe one or two, you know, that are the scared rhinos. They could have stood there and Vicki Brees Iverson could have said and articulated. <coughs> excuse me. With two or three points, two or three very short sound bites about why. And then say nothing else. Turn around and walk away. Now, this would have been before the session. So the Democrats couldn't have rushed to the floor and did a call of the House, which they can't do under that particular circumstance. A call of the House means the sergeant of arms goes and find you. If you're in the building, you're compelled. You have to come to the floor. Would have been too late. Republicans could have held their news conference, said a few things that would have lit the world on fire. 
had they had the courage and literally could have walked away. Now, what do you think would be on the front page of the Oregonian this morning? Hmm? Or the Statesman Journal? Or the Red Guard down in Eugene? Or leading on all the TV stations? It would be about this bill. It would be about 10-year-old girls getting abortions without parental consent. 15-year-olds having transgender surgeries without parental consent paid for by the parents. That's what would be on the front page. Is it on the front page this morning? I rest my case. Am I a little bit lit up over this? Yeah, well, we still have another opportunity. Because it now goes for first reading today on the Senate floor. Will the Oregon Republican senators have the courage to do what the House didn't? Folks, if there's a a political hill to die on, this is it. Because here's what happens when you walk out. It's all over the place. It's in the social media. It's in the chat rooms. It's on the news constantly. Every day, it's on the news. Every day. And you know why that's important? Because most parents don't have a clue this bill even passed. And they don't know what it does. Because their head is stuck in Facebook or Instagram or on Twitter or whatever. Or they're just busy trying to live their lives. They don't have time. Or they don't watch the evening news. They don't know. That's what would have happened. That builds time. For more, for people to become aware. And then that builds pressure on the Democrats in the Senate to stop this nonsense. Now, why is it nonsense? I'll tell you why. Tell exactly why. There's a story. about how a mental health survey out yesterday by the Trevor Project shows 41% of LGBTQ young people seriously contemplated attempting suicide in the last year. 81% in the same survey of LG, 81% of these LGBTQ young people wanted mental health care in the past year. But of those, 56% didn't receive any. Is this a little tiny survey? No, folks. They surveyed 28,000 LGBTQ people, age 13 to 24. Folks, there's another story. I saw it earlier, and I don't know what I did with it because I'm not... Oh, here it is. It's an Epoch Times story, folks. A 30-year Swedish study tracked 324 sex reassigned people. Stop there. These are people 
who have had sex reassignment surgeries. A 30-year study tracked 30, 324 people who had had surgeries between 73 and 2003. And estimated their mortality, their morbidity, and criminal rate after surgery. The study was published in 2011, and it showed those in trans who transitioned through surgery or hormones have a higher mortality rate, particularly from suicide. It also found transitioners had an increased risk for suicide attempts in psychiatric inpatient care. Listen to this, most detransitioners all condem also condemns cross-sex hormones and surgeries to remove body parts, saying they realized too late they could never become the opposite sex. A school district superintendent of a little tiny school district In Texas, rural Texas, he said he had never heard of the study. They had a youth, um, they had a website, or they had a link to an LGBTQ chat room for children and the Biden Foundation. And in it, this link had all kinds of gender pushing ideas and videos on it, including coming out for LGBTQ mental health, family acceptance, gender spectrum. This little old school district took it down. Why? Because people became outraged. Hello, Senate Republicans. Maybe you could create some outrage and some national attention. Maybe if you had the courage. No. Lars just texted me back and said, why don't they have the spine? The Senate Republicans. You know, that's a great question. Why don't they have the spine to do it? If they really wanted to stop it, this would be the hill to die on, don't you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. By the way, I've got a special interview with you at the bottom of the hour. I'm sorry. It's just I'm a little lit up over this. Bottom of the hour, a guy is going to join us who has fought the radicals in Portland for almost 20 years. They shut down his business. He sued the city because the city didn't protect his business. He lost 17 years ago, folks. Greg Schumacher of Schumacher Furs joins us at the bottom of the hour. You don't want to miss this because he has a new effort to fight back. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Morning, Jeff. All you got to do Republicans, just follow the science, okay? You follow the science, and there's no other answer to this dang question. Women and men have...
have certain chromosomes, Jeff. What is it? Men have the XX and women have the XY. If I'm, if it's vice versa, you know, I'm uh, a little under the weather, so uh, please forgive me. But it's the science. You can't change it. When you're born, you're either born a male or you're born a female. Republicans, it cannot be changed. You cannot. And once you start messing with it, then you cause problems like all these people committing suicide because they do irreparable harm to their bodies. And once it's done, it's too late. You're right, Jeff. This is a hill to die on. Get a backbone, Republicans. You need to ask Mannix. Get him on the air. Okay, I love him. Okay, but the simple fact of the matter, he's a Catholic. And he should know that this is a hill to die on. Period. Love you, Jeff. Hey, well said. Art, well said. Back in a moment, folks. There's more, including, you're not going to believe what Alaska Airlines just did about this transgender idiocy, folks. You're not going to believe it. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, friends. Great to have you with us. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. I want to thank Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, for being one of our great sponsors. Go check out his website. If you're looking for a contractor that you can absolutely trust to do a great job, to do it right in your home and not make your life miserable, let's say if you're trying to, to do a kitchen remodel or maybe a bathroom remodel, talk to Eric Azer. RighteousRenovations.com. Look at his website. Look at the great before and after photos. Look at the great customer testimonials, and you'll see that he's somebody you can invite into your home who will do it the right way for you. Again, Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com. Yeah, Greg Schumacher, Schumacher Furs comes up at the bottom of the hour, folks. He's got a new effort to hold elected officials in Portland and other places accountable for this absolute madness of turning over the streets to the criminals. Antifa, Black Lives Matter thugs, destroying property. He was the victim of that 17 years ago. He has a new effort to organize lots of businesses we're going to talk with him about it, folks, because we have to. This is just one of many ways we got to push back. Got an email from Nancy, or actually, yeah, yeah, it's an email 
Morning, Jeff. Far as I'm concerned, all the reps who didn't walk out are rhinos. The bill passed. So now what do we do? Seems no one is listening. Big sigh. Thanks for being there. Well, that's why I texted Lars this morning. Lars has a much bigger audience across this state than I do. He can get the word out. I hope he does. I truly hope he does. Let's see. Um, Linda writes an email. By the way, emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. And Tim, hang on. I'll get you in a second here. Power Buick GMC talk line is 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220. Linda says, I'm caught totally speechless this morning. This trans world is becoming horrible. There was a little segment just a bit ago of a girl who blinded herself because she felt she would have she should have been born blind, and she's happy with herself. Mental health has been flushed in Oregon. Yeah, it has. A state employee who shall never be named, who was at the meeting last night, said a great time tonight at the Honky Tonk. I agree 100% that if the Senate were to walk out and thus have a platform that the media to explain the horrific aspects of House Bill 2002B. However, if national attention can be brought on the Dems for this bill so that they are ridiculed and shamed by a national audience, that may also greatly turn the tide before the final Senate vote is taken. It would be great if Lars Larson received the information below and did what you did today. Share it with his audience. I'll guarantee you he has it. Yes, that's exactly what has to happen. So I'm done with American Airlines. Excuse me, Alaska. You know why? They just signed a consent decree to allow male flight attendants to wear skirts and beards because of one guy. And apparently, it ain't going to stop with the flight attendants. Apparently, it's going to apply to everybody including your pilots. Folks, don't spend your money with Alaska. I'm serious. Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. Jeff, I had fun yesterday. I watched the uh, House debate, if you will, for about from 8.30 until about 6 o'clock. And I thought it was great. And the reason why I did is the arguments they used were perfect. If the Senate wanted a reason to leave, all they would have to have done is watch what the people testified on. And it wasn't based on science. It was based on uh, things that arguments that everyone would agree with. Now, the one thing from last night that I picked up is those uh, people that are running for the school board are taking personal and family risk for doing so, and yet you can't get your legislators to take a risk. I find it absolutely interesting, the difference between the two. You know, how true. Last night, folks, Cassidy Trout 
and Chrissy Hudson revealed to us that they have received death threats for standing up and speaking at school board meetings and for running for the school board. And Tim's point is simple. We don't have Republican legislators who are even facing half of that. And they won't walk out. Excellent point, Tim. Glad you made it. Thank you. And thanks for going there yesterday. I know many of the people who showed up the political coffee clatch last night, many of you who weren't at the clatch last night did go to the Capitol yesterday. Thank you for doing that. Now, this bill now goes to the Senate. It will be read on the floor of the Senate today for the first reading. Oregon's Constitution says a bill has to be read three times. So we'll see if Republicans make the Senate actually read every word of the bill for the first reading, which yesterday took two and a half hours on the House. You need to call and put pressure on the Senate Republicans to walk out. Stop this nonsense. Bring attention to it because most parents aren't aware of it. Back in a moment with Greg Schumacher, his fight. Don't go away. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. Uh, In a moment, we're going to chat with Greg Schumacher. I want to give you a moment to go to his website called Restore Law and order.com it's all one word restore law and order.com you need to take a look at this website folks it's something that you can use you can point other people to it because the fight against the left first of all has been going on a long time and greg schumacher's been fighting that fight for a very long time long before We had Antifa riots and Black Lives Matter cowing the coward Republicans, or not the coward, well, them too, yeah. The coward Democrats who run the city of Portland. Long before that, Greg Schumacher was fighting the battle. And he hasn't quit. He's got a new effort, and you can help him in a number of ways. Yes, folks, we're talking about House Bill 2002. I want to encourage you to call your Republican state senator today or any of the Republican senators and ask them to walk out and shut the place down. Get national news and attention. You don't have to do it for 10 days. Only do it for five days. And every day you're shut down. Every day you're shut down. Guess what? You're getting your message out. Because what we heard last night from a number of people at the political coffee clutch, <laughs> a lot of their friends had no clue this bill that takes away parental rights was even being talked about in the Oregon legislature. 
This is why it's important you get engaged, folks. Also, news. Shamia Fagan said, I broke your trust. That was wrong. She resigned from her $10,000 a month consulting gig with the very controversial marijuana company. That's about right. Oh, and by the way, she's used her office mixing. She used her office as Secretary of State to talk to the Connecticut Lieutenant Governor about cannabis. She mixed her private and her public work. That is illegal. Nothing going to happen, is it? She apologized. It'll all be forgotten in the next election, right? Well, no, it won't, because we're not going to let it. We're also not going to let the left get away with what they've been doing to destroy businesses and drive people out of Oregon, not just Portland, but out of Oregon. Joining us is Greg Schumacher, formerly, well, Greg, are you still Schumacher Furs? Uh, yes, uh, Schumacher Furs is still a legal entity in Oregon. Very good. 1895. 1895, folks. The left targeted him a long time ago, and he fought the fight, and he's still in the fight. Go to his website, Restore, Restore Law and Order, all one word, RestoreLawAndOrder.com. So what is this new fight, and what are you trying to do, Craig? Well, uh, let me, before I get into that, I just want to touch just a little bit about the past, if I may, because it actually sure, motivates please. me to create Restore Law and Order. So... I own a company called Schumacher Furs USA, which is established in 1895. We're obviously in the fur and leather business, manufacturers, designers, etc. And most people in Oregon are familiar with uh, Schumacher's retail store in Portland, Oregon. So I'm just going to kind of jump right to what happened. But if we go back to 2005 to 2007, for a two-year period of time, Schumacher Furs was terrorized and protested by extremist groups. Um, and many of you might have seen this. It was headline news quite often. Um, we were attacked every single day in downtown Portland, right on the corner of Knights and Morrison. And what makes the Schumacher story, if I may, uh, interesting, even in today's world, um, is that the protest lasted for two years straight, okay? Uh, and number two, there was zero law enforcement. Now, we're going back, you know, 17 years ago, folks. Um, so Schumacher was being attacked in Portland, Oregon, not the rest of the businesses like today, just Schumacher first. And a lot of these were animal rights groups, anarchist groups, Antifa, Black Lives Matter type groups, et cetera. And the, what, what happened is we accumulated over 520 hours of illegal acts on audio and video uh, out of 1,200 hours of protest. So almost half of it was all illegal acts. And uh, we accumulated all this evidence. And, um, you know, every time we called law enforcement, meaning the Portland police, FBI, the mayor, city council, we went to the governor. We actually went to President Bush to enforce the laws. All we were asking is wow. to enforce existing laws. And no one would do it. So the reason I brought that little story up is because if we fast forward to two and a half years ago, when I saw the, a little bit over two and a half years ago, when I saw the riots and the homeless problem and the violence starting back about two and a half years ago in Portland and also across the United States, 
I hired an investigative team because I said to myself, I, I know what the outcome of this is going to be because I experienced it 17 years ago. And I hired an investigative team to track all the crimes that happened to businesses, individuals, and organizations in Oregon, actually nationally, okay, where one of two things happened, where law enforcement was called to the crime and they didn't come, or and or law enforcement was called and they did come but didn't do anything. Okay, so we have literally thousands and thousands of incidences of this happening. Okay, um, you know, I mean thousands, literally, uh, happening to businesses and individuals. So, what Restore Law and Order uh, is basically doing is we're, we gathered a legal team together, I have, which are consists of constitutional civil rights attorneys, not necessarily business attorneys as business attorneys and corporate attorneys generally don't understand uh, uh, complex uh, litigation of civil rights matters. Um, so we gathered these, these uh, attorneys together. We've uh, got all this evidence and uh, we are holding the government officials and the city of Portland and the state of Oregon accountable for their actions. So. What we're saying is this, we're saying that the problem in Portland and Oregon, and actually elsewhere across the United States, is not Black Lives Matter, and it's not Antifa, it's not the anarchist groups, okay? It's not the animal rights groups, it's not all the radical groups. That is a part of the problem. But the main problem is this, and I experienced it. The main problem is the government officials are not enforcing the law, and they're not doing their job. And the reason they're not is because they're corrupt. And I know they're corrupt because 17 years ago, when I sued the city of Portland in discovery and everything that we're doing, we found that the mayor, the city council, the judge, Michael Mossman, uh, and, um, and the extremist groups were all in bed with each other. Okay. They were trying to get Schumacher out as an example. So what we're doing is we're holding them accountable. We think that the disruption of Portland and Oregon and elsewhere is simply because the government officials didn't enforce the laws. Now, if you go back to what's happening right now, or if you go back to two and a half years ago, or if you go back to the beginning of the Schumacher fur protest, if the government had arrested and prosecuted properly under existing laws, the actions that were going on, the criminal actions, okay? It would never extended and exaggerated into what it is today, okay? I mean, none of these businesses would have to leave Portland. Most of them are running at, not most, but many, many are running at losses. Uh, we've lost over, uh, I don't know how many, how many businesses in Portland. Uh, we do know from what we've calculated, over 43,000 businesses have been harmed economically. So, to kind of cut to the chase here, what we're doing is we're holding these people accountable and we're gathering businesses, individuals, and organizations together and we're suing the city of Portland, we're suing the state of Oregon, and most interestingly, we're suing the government officials personally. So we're seeing, suing Ted Wheeler, we're suing Kate Brown, we're suing uh, Schmidt, we're suing all the city council members, we're suing all of them, okay? Personally, and the way we're able to do that is under constitutional law. In our constitution, allows us to do that under Title Forty Two, Section Nineteen Eighty Three, Four, Five, Six. Also, they violated Fourteenth Amendment. They violated city ordinances. They violated 
uh, uh, state constitutional law, not just federal law, okay? And we have all the evidence here, folks. So what we are trying to do is put all of this together with the businesses uh, in Oregon. We are not just stopping there. We're already uh, going up into other cities and states. We're using Portland and Oregon as a model. Um, you know, it's interesting, I'll mention this real quick. It's interesting that about two months ago in Seattle, a very like type lawsuit of like ours, where businesses, it wasn't as big as ours as it be, but where businesses gathered together, they sued the government, the city, and they won. They settled. I shouldn't say they won, they settled, okay? Wow, um, hey, Greg, are- hang on. Hang on through yeah. the break. We'll be back with Greg Schumacher. Go to his website, Restore Law in Order. Dot com. It's an it's a corporation. We'll ask him about that also. And this big win they just had in Seattle over a very similar issue. 648 back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Just before we go back to uh, Greg Schumacher, again, go to his website, restorelawinorder.com. Folks, if your heating and cooling system is not working, just do yourself a big favor. Call Freedom Heating and Air, and they'll get out to your place, your home, your business right away, and they'll get it fixed. It's really easy. You just call them at 503-580-1456. FreedomHeatingandAir.net. Greg, um, you were just talking about this huge win in Seattle that frankly, gives you, I think, some hope and direction. But also, I want to ask you, who's your team? I see Mark Thielman is involved here, and I also want to know why you are a corporation. Okay. Yes, Mark Thielman has been uh, involved with us for about the last six months. Um, We also have, oh, Chris Cobble and Stephen Jonkis uh, as just a couple of our attorneys, Matt Wittigan. We have B.L. Kozad. We have several... Uh, we gathered a legal team that is excellent um, that are specialized in complex litigation, civil rights matters. And Mark Thielman has been very, very helpful um, in helping me uh, just in a lot of different ways, especially uh, we put together a political pack where people can donate. Um, um, and they also can donate to uh, Restore Law and Order Incorporated. Um, the reason I made Restore Law and Order an LLC, an incorporation, uh, is so when people donate, they can be anonymous. I've found that people all over the world care a lot about what their friends think, okay? And yep, so, that's right. Okay, so people don't, people don't want to be exposed that they're being involved with our company as, number one, a donations, or B, plaintiffs. It's all anonymous. So we set it up that way. 
Uh, the plaintiff, the reason the plaintiffs will most likely be in arms, I can't guarantee this, is because we feel that the case will be sealed. And the reason it will be sealed is because anyone affiliated with plaintiffs, uh, you know, this whole lawsuit that we're doing is has an affiliation with terrorist organizations, Black Lives Matter, you know, uh, um, Antifa, et cetera. So we feel that the judge is going to seal it, at least to all the legal counsel that we've talked to. So we're going to protect the individual and keep them anonymous. Um, and the way people can get involved, uh, first of all, I should probably tell you the goal of what we're doing here, why we're doing this, Jeff. Um, there's two reasons why I'm doing this. Number one, because everything else is being done in Oregon. I want everyone to really look at this. What is, what is going on in Oregon to solve these problems? Homelessness, violence, riots, crime. What's going on? Nothing is going on. And the reason nothing is going on is because everyone, especially all the businesses in Portland, I know many, many of them, uh, that what they're doing is they're gathering together and they're wasting all their time and energy because they're trying to convince government officials to change their mind and change their ideology to start enforcing the law. And that is not going to happen. I guarantee that's not going to happen. It didn't happen with Schumacher 17 years ago. It hasn't happened yet, and it still hasn't happened. These people in our government are not intentional about solving any problems whatsoever. As a matter of fact, they're getting compensated to destroy Portland. And actually, on a national basis, this goes all the way to our existing administration, meaning the Biden administration. Okay? So the reason we're not seeing any action from the government officials is because they don't want to. They don't care. All right? So what we're doing, the reason I'm doing this lawsuit, is because this can, this can be permanent change. Number one. Yes, yes. We can get it's scary. If you're successful, it scares the living daylights out of these politicians who advance these crazy leftist woke policies. And that's the most powerful thing you can achieve out of all of this. We've got about three minutes left, Greg, so we'll have to wrap it up here. So continue making your points, please. Okay, so the, the, only, the only thing, number one, we're trying to get reimbursement, economic damage. Everything we're doing has to do with economic damage. And we're trying to get reimbursement for the businesses in the past and at present, in the past, that suffered because of riots, illegal protests, um, uh, 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 homelessness is a big one, any violence or crime, okay? And the damages that, that was experienced by individuals, businesses and organizations was physical damage to a building, property, and or, this is a big one, devaluation of your property values, any commercial yes. real estate, or even yes. residences because of homeless. They've all, you can't sell your property for what you could three years ago. Um, reduced gross revenues, if you're Nordstrom's, if you're a small coffee shop, whoever you might be, especially the small businesses. You reduce gross revenue and net profits because of homelessness, violence, people didn't come to your place of business, and future loss due to the de decline in tourism. So, so economic damage is the one. Then the real important reason here is because the only way you're going to get change in Oregon or Portland or the United States of America, in my personal opinion, okay, is to hold the government officials personally accountable if you do that, it will set up presidents for future candidates that want yes. to carry on lawlessness, yes. not to run for office, because the same thing that we just did to their predecessors will happen to them. So in other words, 
when we get done with, done with Ted Wheeler and we get done with the rest of these people, hopefully we'll ruin their political career because that's what I want to do. They should not be in politics. They shouldn't be leaders. But they, are, they aren't leaders, okay? And they should be off doing something else. None of them have even worked in the private sector, most of them, not all. Um, but we need to hold them accountable to set an example, okay? So if the voters keep voting the same people in and or election fraud is voting the uh, bad players in, then the way to solve it is reduce who is going to be a candidate for the people to vote for. So in other words, what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to put, the only people that are gonna run for office are gonna be people that that wanna do the right thing, so they know if they do the wrong thing, their careers, just like their predecessors, will also be harmed. So that's one of the main reasons why I'm doing this. Okay, in in, in the last uh, one minute, you have had some businesses who've decided to join you, some of them publicly, some of them not, which is why you're a corporation. How can we help you? The way you can help me, everything I've put together, I truly believe, and I've had tremendous support, the strategy will work. But it's not going to work. It's not going to work. My team and everything I've got is not going to work unless I get the businesses involved. Okay, and the businesses, if you don't get involved, I'm telling you, Portland is going down the drain and it's spreading to Salem. It's spreading. That's to right. Inside Oregon, it's spreading That's right. all across Oregon because it and, and I, people are just not waking up. They need to wake up to what's going on here. And we need the people to get involved. They need to go to our website. They need to, if you would, donate money. Okay, to our pack, if you want, and or restore law and order, which will be anonymous and become a plaintiff. Go on there, just fill out the little form. It's no big deal. Or pick up the phone and call me. I'll, we'll talk it over. Then if, you're, if I think you're a candidate, we'll sit down with our attorneys on the phone, and you can, we'll screen it there, and then we'll carry forward from that point. If we don't think you're a candidate, we're going to tell you, okay? But we need money, and we need plaintiffs, and that's what we're trying to do right now. Awesome. Greg, unfortunately, we're at the end of our time, but we're going to have you back to keep talking about this because we have to keep the pressure on. Well done. Godspeed, my friend. Folks, go to his website, restorelawandorder.com. I'm back tomorrow. Open. See you then.